Options Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Dialogue Options Podcast. I am your host, Kyron Morrison, and I am joined by my good friend and co-host, Joel McDonald. How are you going, sir? I am very good. I mean, all things considered, very yeah. good. <laughs> I know we touched on it briefly last week, and I don't think, even though it was an evolving situation, it just... I don't want to dwell or get down on it, but it's it's been a it's been a long week. Yeah, it's been a yeah yeah. It's look, um, I I I'm not going to get too doom and gloom on it, but like, let's just say I have a lot more time to play video games now. It sucks, um, man. It sucks. Yeah. I, even, and I, I, it, it hasn't directly affected me yet, but because I work in a shopping center, I just I walk into my job and I'm like, fuck this. There's nothing. It's just, yeah. and even like, even though I am okay, it's still, this week has just been full of just anxiousness. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It's, it's oh. been a week. Um, luckily, we've had something to sort of like... We, yeah, we've had the perfect counterweight to what we've been going through, I think. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, but apart from that, like, yeah, you know, apart from playing some games and hanging out with my son and... Yeah, as I say, you get to spend a lot more time with Griffin, which is a big, big bonus, I would say. It is, yeah. We do. Got, we hang out quite try, a lot try, now. Try, try to pick those new Bluey episodes. <laughs> oh, man. Dude, they're so good. It's so good. Just the the, the 30 second Bluey reviews. It's so good. It's so funny because, I mean, I, I also have an appreciation for Bluey without having kids just because I've seen enough of it at various places and also now at my workplace. It's been so yep. funny watching people that I work with who were like, oh, get this off. I'm like, I would much rather this and, you know, it was Frozen 2 before that and like the Lego Movie 2 and I, this is so charming. And like yep. a week or so later, they're like, yeah, actually, this is pretty good. I'm like, yeah, but see, it's winning you over. Yep. It gets it's sucking under you your in. skin. It gets under your skin in the best way possible. And like, it's so endearing. The amount you of can't times, hate it. The amount of times we Ash and I have unironically watched episodes without Griffin there when he's been asleep. When I'm like, like the stuff I did it today. A new episode came out today, and Ash was having a nap, and then she got up, and then Griffin went down for a nap, and I was like, "Go watch this new episode. It's really good." And she's like, "Yeah, chuck it on." Like there was no, it was not like really. Oh, Griffin's not here. We can't. It was like, yeah, absolutely, put it on. Let's do it. It's the best show. It's the best kid show ever created, hands down. It's the hill I will die on. It is awesome. But yeah, that's been my week. What about you, Karen? Uh, I mean, I mostly summarized it. Walking in through a shell of a shopping yeah. center. Just yeah. waiting. Waiting each day to see what happens. Um, but apart from that, not a great deal. Just hanging out on a deserted island. Fuck yes. Trying to just chill out. So I think, honestly, we're not getting to that straight away, but we will. But that's a good enough cause for me to throw us straight into the quest log. Mission completed. Quest log. So the quest log is, of course, our what we've been playing segment, and uh, we've got a few things this week. One of them, the first thing straight off the straight off the bat, is something we played last night. <laughs> yes. Um, and I think I don't know how much of an instruction it needs or how long we need to spend on it, but this weekend. Uh, what is it? The developers behind Friday the 13th, Ilphonic, ran yes. a full game trial or a beta of the full game all this weekend for Predator Hunting Grounds, which is their upcoming asymmetric multiplayer game set in a Predator universe coming out later in April. 
And yeah, we we spent probably a couple of hours playing it uh, with a couple of our friends. We all got a yeah. good chance to play as the soldiers and have a run at Predator. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joel, what did you think? <laughs> uh, look, I I didn't really like Friday the 13th all that much. I know a lot of like our friends sort of like enjoyed it, but there's something about it just didn't real really click for me where I just, I didn't really want to go back to it. I had no drive because there were a couple of times where I think some of us were like, oh, let's go back. We'll play another round. I'm like, I'm good. Like, I really am. I just, I don't know. I, it, I didn't have enough of a love for the source material to carry me through. And I just didn't think it was all that fun. Um, this is better <laughs> in my opinion. I think it's, it's better, but I could see how some people might not think that as well, but I don't know. It just felt better having, feeling a little bit more in control of situations as like the team of four. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's, it's funny. We discussed it last night as we were playing it. I, mm. I'd also think I'm kind of in the same boat as you, wherein mm. I, in, I think I enjoyed this more, but it's for like, it's sort of like a flip of Friday, right? Where in this one, I will get into each soon, but I really enjoyed playing as the soldiers. Whereas playing as the predator, I was like, all right, hang on a second. Pause the game for a second while I try to figure out where everyone is. Okay. I found them. They're gone. Okay. Wait, I need to, it was just a bit of a mess, which is fine. You know, it was a beta. I only had like one girl as a predator because it was, we only had a couple of hours. Whereas in Friday the 13th, that sort of like flips, right? Where you're playing as Jason, it's sweet. You have so many powers. You can do so yeah. much. You're just generally terrifying. And the counselors can't do much. And most of the things, like most of the time, what they're doing in the gameplay is just like running around this campground, trying to find bits and pieces. And it can just be really tough. And as like, as soon as one person dies, it's like, well, it's really just a matter of time now as yeah. it's going to whittle away at you. Whereas, yeah, in this one, if a soldier goes down, the other soldiers can get them back up. Uh, you have like the the heal boosters for in like syringes to keep your your team going. Yeah, yeah. I I do think being a soldier was fun in this one, and I, that was again, it was a very familiar experience as well, which helped probably. Yeah, I think, I think personally, it's they they need to take some of the stuff from Friday the Thirteenth and put it in this. Like Friday the Thirteenth makes you split up. Like it is more effective for you to split up as a team. And go. That is true, actually. That's a very good point. Yeah. Whereas this one, it's like, well, we're gonna stick together. You've got to. Your objectives are capture this point, essentially, kill some enemies, keep an eye out for the predator, do that two more times, and then go to Xville. Like that's basically it. There needs to be a reason where maybe there's two objectives that need to be completed at the same time, where the team of four have to split up. That way, the predator's got more. Like they're not playing catch up constantly. They can go. Oh, well, yeah. Oh, I can see them like, you know, there's a group really far over there, I think, but there's one that's a little bit closer here. I'm going to take care of them. And then by the time I've done that, the other guys might be heading for the exfil so I can head them off there because I know that where they're going to be. Um, it's a good point because, and it also would have the extra, an extra layer of at that point where the party splits, like neither group knows which one the predator is going to chase down. Exactly. So they both get to experience like that tension until... Yep inevitably one of them over over the headset is like oh hey uh, predator chose us so you guys are okay um yeah that's actually that would be interesting and for all we know there could be maps that do that because there was only yeah. one map available in the beta but yeah the objective was usually like hey go to this base kill these guys or hack these computers or something like that yeah 
it was your standard first person shooter fair, like yeah, just with the the, the addition of a guy climbing around, around the trees, which yeah. funnily enough, again, I know it's a beta, but um, bit framey, which is Ooh, fine yeah. because it's a beta, but also there would be times where I was a soldier and I would be literally looking in the tree lines and it gets pretty blurry up there. Yeah. So I'd be like, I think I saw the Predator or <laughs> that's just how the game looks. It's hard to tell. Like, the Telltale Shimmer might have been there. I don't quite know. It's not a bug. It's a feature, Kyron. <laughs> it, it it helps the Predator because I tell you what's yeah. also kind of funny. I It's funny how much you can... I, I mean, as a Predator, I barely found people to feel vulnerable but yeah. in the times when I was a soldier and there was the four of us and we actually, the Predator came down to fight us, I felt like we were pretty tough. <laughs> yeah, like, it, there was not a lot of running. It was just like, we just sort of like, like, ganked it. <laughs> yeah, just, just with our full, predator, we just our, like, our ARs just like, oh, unleash. <laughs> yeah. Even like, even if you like, like, drop the amount of ammo that you have as a, as a soldier, like, so... You've got that resource management there where it's like you try and use your pistol to be a little bit more risky with the normal enemies. So you've got that heavy artillery, I guess, for when the Predator does show up. And even then, it might not be enough to get you through the fight without relying on the other people around you. I don't know. There, yeah. is just some, there are some things that could be tweaked, I think, that this that would make sure. this game a lot of fun. Um, and I think the more that you get comfortable with the Predator, I think he'll be a lot more fun as well. Like, And the more unlocks that you I get. Mean, like I say, it's worth saying there's, there's definitely plenty of unlocks... There's classes for the soldiers. There's different weapons. Mm. Uh, you can play as a male or female soldier or predator, which is kind of mm-hmm. cool. Yes, yeah, me. Uh, lots of different like weapons from the predator series for the predator. So like, there's stuff to unlock and to do, and that's why I'm like, I'm not willing to hang too much on it. But my gameplay impressions from the beta is like, oh, it's it's okay. There is a good game in there. There is there is it, a game I in there. I do that agree is like, with you there. I think it's yes. in there. It's in there. It just needs. They need to just tweak a little bit. Um, and I'm, I'm hoping that they do maybe like ask for some feedback after this beta, maybe for like, because Ilphonic are pretty good at like supporting their games post-launch. Like they had a long roadmap of stuff for, um, Friday the 13th. And I think even so that launched pretty fi- buggy as well. I mean, yeah, I mean, it, it kind of, it kind of finished pretty buggy, but, um, yeah. it, it is also, the thing that this does have over Friday the 13th is they are currently... Like, I think they started working with the original creators for Friday, but this one, they're working closely with Fox. So yep. hopefully that means it won't just wait, won't just wake up one day and they're like, oh, hey, we have to drop support for this because we lost the rights. Yeah, exactly. kind of suck. <laughs> yeah, I think, I, look, I, I honestly think that they they obviously care about this type of game and they, they, they have the ability to make it. They just need the time and the feedback and the money to do oh, it. Yeah, and I think it's... Sure. I, I, I have a good feeling that this game's going to turn out to be something that's pretty fun. It's not going to be, like, genre-breaking or, like, on anyone's Game of the Year list at the end of the year. But I think a lot of people, this would be a fun alternative, uh, like, co-op game. Like, you know, co-op competitive game. Um to something like, you know, your Overcooks or something like that, where it's, you know, I know that's a lot of couch co-op stuff, but where those those games where you just jump online, you have fun with your friends, whereas this might be a little bit more, you know, shooty, shooty, bang, bang, but still has that same feel to it. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, being a soldier, though, was an absolute... I had a, I had a lot of fun being a soldier, which I... Yeah. I remember when we saw the trailer, our immediate reaction was like, oh, good, like, there'll be something to do for both parties. Mm-hmm. But I was honestly surprised 
how much fun I had as a soldier. And again, a lot of it is because a lot of the controls and the mechanics do feel familiar. But um, yeah, I was yeah. just it was interesting. Yeah, I think this there's some tweaks and some things that they need to do, uh, like performance wise and gameplay wise, and I think it'll be something to keep an eye on down the track. I think I'll be definitely keeping an eye on like development updates on it like news articles about it going hey there's a new update that's got yeah, all this stuff I'll, I'll check that out and be like oh that's cool awesome maybe i'll check into it now but the way this, this year is going with games and also my current situation as well um financially the world yeah exactly like i don't know if i'm going to be able to buy like too many games frivolously as i was but um yeah i i it's something i definitely keep on my wish list or something like that just to keep an eye on the price and 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 down the track maybe when you know the stars align and we all decide we want to jump in on it i'll check it out but yeah interesting nice. stuff um okay so what do we want to do next i've got a few options i have played a demo which would keep it in theme with this and then we could jump into the full game stuff yeah i think it's a good idea yeah okay cool yeah. I mostly want to bring it up because because of just changes that have happened. I probably won't be yes. getting this game at launch, and it hurts to say that because I'm yeah. so excited, especially after playing the demo, which just kicked my excitement up two or three more levels. Right. And that is uh, the demo for Resident Evil 3. Nice. Which is interestingly, like, not Resident Evil 3 Nemesis anymore. It's just Resident Evil 3, which is, yeah, it was interesting. I mean, I guess they are remakes, so they're kind of like not rebooting them, but like rebranding them almost for like a new audience and also for the people who played them originally. So having them as like a nice, you know, it looks good on a shelf kind of thing, you know. It is interesting that it's not like Resident Evil 3 remake. It's like, like how Resident Evil 2 was like, no, this is just Resident Evil 2. Yep. All right. I mean, cool. That's fine. Um, So yeah, Resident Evil 3, a lot of the groundwork from 2 is still there and still really strong. So I won't, you can probably go back and listen to me talk about that in any number of episodes, specifically probably Game of the Year at the end, at the start of this year. Right. Uh, a lot of that third-person, over-the-shoulder shooting, still really fun, really tense. Zombies are still intimidating again, which is great. Like, you still you lay on a couple of headshots and they go down, and you're like, are you, are you dead? <laughs> no? Okay, all right, another couple of headshots. Uh, first big change, though, which was a welcome addition is they brought back Jill Valentine's Indestructible Knife, which is just my favorite, because now nice. I can play it like I played Resident Evil 4, where you shoot <laughs> them until they fall down, and then it's like walk up and stab them. Yep, finish them until, off. Yep, cool, and that's a death animation suite. Obviously, that won't work in like crowded rooms, but just in the scenarios in the demo, it worked pretty well in like when there's a single zombie in a corridor. I'm like, shoot you in your head three times, you're down, stab, 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 stab. Death animation, cool. We're good. Awesome. So that was good. Yep. And one thing actually that's interesting, the Resident Evil 3 demo, where it, so the two demo they put out was sort of like, it was a timed Raccoon City Police Department run, right? Where you had like 20 minutes or something. And you could you could get to, you could finish the demo in that time or it was just play as much of that, that certain loop as you could in 20 minutes. Whereas this one's just yep. like, hey, here's a chunk of Raccoon City. Enjoy. Okay. And actually being out on the streets is really interesting. Uh, it's the, the, this, the goddamn RE engine, Christ, it's good. It's very good. It's one of those ones it, I think is oh a little bit God. underrated. Like a lot of people talk about like, you know, not so much anymore, but like Fox engine and all that sort of stuff. Um, so that's the thing, especially because it's, it's a proprietary engine. It's not like they're using exactly. Unreal or anything like that. It's like, no, no, we made this yep. and it powered this, it powered Devil May Cry, it powered 
Or did it power? I think it powered Monster Hunter as well. Yeah, it just I think it did. Yeah, is a really versatile and good engine. It this game looks incredible. Yeah, and, and as far as proprietary engines go, f- f- to be that versatile with those different types of games, uh, it's a lot to be said. I'm looking at you, EA. I was literally about to say, engine. this ain't no Frostbite. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, Frostbite, it's like, oh, it's totally versatile. Oh. Uh, Mass Effect Andromeda begs to differ. Yeah, yeah Bioware's like, oh, we had to make an RPG section for this engine. It, that didn't go well for us. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, really good engine. The game is beautiful, plays really well. But I think we all know the main thing to talk about in this demo and this game. The discussion is mm-hmm. going to be like in the next, when once this game drops, there's, yeah, Nemesis is going to be the talking point. Right. And what I will say is if you, if you, ha- if you have, uh, if you were like one of those people that played Resident Evil 2 Remake was your first Resident Evil, which I'm sure are out there because. Absolutely. Seven may have been it, but like two was definitely like Resident Evil's back at this point. So yeah. people may have started there. And if you were playing that and you were like, oh man, these Mr. X segments are rough. I'm glad there's not many of them. <laughs> if that was you, brace yourself for Nemesis because this guy does not mess around. Holy crap. When you first encounter him, is you're on your way back from picking up some items and stuff and you come out through the diner and he's putting these weird tentacle things on zombies' heads, which is also bad because that immediately reminded me of sort of like the Lost Plagas because they've got these... Oh, yeah tentacles that lash out at you so i was like okay well that's intimidating nemesis does not stop running he if you if you get past him because this this game also brings back the um like the dodge that the original had where now if you time that dodge perfectly you actually get a split second of like slow-mo to like shoot zombies in the head you can use it to shoot nemesis but it's probably not worth it unless you're going to do it constantly but um yeah even if you dodge past him and you're like oh man i dodged that punch that was lucky off i run he'll be like oh no you don't <laughs> tentacle arm you to the ground and pull you to him you're like oh god but i i was so close to getting away all right roll run away and you're like okay he didn't tentacle with me this time that's fine two things can happen there and did happen to me in the demo one he just flies past you on foot and screeches to a halt in front of you and if there's a zombie in the way, they're gone. <laughs> oh my god. I'm like, okay, it's, it's good, Nemesis, it's fine. Um, and the other one is, yeah, he'll just jump and then land in front of you and you're like, okay, cool. Well, I need to go that way. So, so this is fine. So as someone who doesn't, has not played, like, I know of Nemesis and I know that he's like, you know, a, a just a persistent force that you have to deal with. What's, what's... How how do you do that? Like how does that how is that fun? Let's not, let's, let's put it that way. It's so stressful, man. But um, if, if there's something about it that is fun, and I don't, okay. I, I think it comes a lot from enjoying horror games, right? Because right. with Nemesis, you do feel powerless. So you can shoot him and stop him, and he'll be knocked out of the out of the game for a bit. He'll just sort of keel over and be like, oh, a bit winded from that. And yeah. you're like, all right. Dude, I'm going to take this chance to to leg it. Uh, but yeah, he will eventually get back up. I've, it's hard to say how it's going to work in the full game. Because I know, I think originally, it's been a while since I played Nemesis, but there were like passages where he would pursue you and you'd be like, oh God, oh God, oh God, oh God. Man, this, in this one, he like, I, I lost him. I was like, sweet, cool, that's over. Ran to the objective and he just slams down in front of the gate I needed to open. And I was like, okay. I don't have a backup plan for this because there are zombies behind me that I dodged. So this is bad. 
Right. So a lot of it will just become about, I think, planning your route and being aware that Nemesis just might be an obstacle you have to deal with. Uh, I will, I will say that I do. When inevitably, when people say it, when the game comes out, he is very persistent. Okay. Maybe some balance tweaking might be in order, just because he doesn't stop. He doesn't. Right. If he if he is lucky enough to catch you with a punch, if it's depending on what frame of the animation, like he can just he'll combo you, and you're like, all right, well, I'm, yeah, I'm dead. Cool. Right. Uh, and just, as you know, for Nemesis, like throughout the game, he will get different weapons. So before my thought was pretty much just like, I got a tentacle arm and I can punch you. I'm like, okay, well, that's sort of manageable, but he gets a, he'll get eventually get a, like a rocket launcher. He's got a flamethrower for one of the encounters. It's just like, chill out, dude. I I guess my question is like, is are there moments of reprieve like that allow you to take a bit of oh, a moment to so, stop? I mean, in the demo there is. So when he chases you, you can run back to where the demo starts and head towards the subway where there's like a little lowered roller door, and you okay. can duck under there, and he won't follow you. But he will lull you into a false security. Like, so you can go in there as a typewriter. You can't save in a demo, but in the full game, there is a typewriter where you could save your game. Okay. Uh, and and you you can duck back out and you're like, oh, he's gone. That's sweet. But he's not really. So, <laughs> like, I've seen... I've The best one I saw was he came in Spider-Man style on a light pole at one oh point with his, with, his, with his tentacle arms. I'm like, like I did, it didn't happen to me. I saw a gif of it on the internet. And I was just like, Jesus, this guy's going to... I'm excited for this game and he's going to stress me out constantly. Yep. So if, yeah, basically the roundabout way of saying is if you didn't like Mr. X in two, brace yourself because Nemesis is not here to mess around. Uh, he's terrifying. He is, he will not, he applies so much pressure and the demo ends in a really fun way because your goal is basically to go and get a fire hose, open a gate and put out a fire to progress forward. Okay. And, basically he chases you up until you plug in that fire hose right so you're like okay shit 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 okay i got the gate shit quick plug in the fire hose cool cut scene put out the fire nemesis is gone you go down the you go down the alley and then boom he comes through a wall so i'm like okay i guess when this game comes out that section you you get that brief reprieve and the game goes oh no he's not done yeah he's back (laughs) so he just wanted to come through that wall just to scare you Hey, you know what? Mission impossible. Mission accomplished, dude. Because I, oh, stressful, but right. oddly fun. I don't know. Okay. Um. Well, I, I mean, this might be a good little, like, segue into something that I I want briefly talk about. Do you reckon? If you don't mind. I mean, yeah, absolutely, man. I, um, I all I will say is, yeah, Resident Evil Three. I'm heartbroken, but I won't have you at launch. Honestly, I am. Yeah. I look. I'm sad for you, man. It's that's really shitty. Um, but yeah, like uh, the reason I was asking about like, how is that kind of fun? Cause it sort of reminded me of a game that I've been playing I'll briefly talk about. Um, I've been playing a little bit of doom eternal. Uh, now this game, poor boy, like I could see people having the same argument that some people like that. I just had then about resident evil three is this is a, like, how is this fun? <laughs> um, I can see some people <laughs> thinking that about doom eternal. Um, but I feel like I'm getting close to the end of it. Um, and this game does not fucking let up. It is brutal uh, in terms of it's like like visually brutal. It's mechanically brutal. Um, but I fucking love it. It's so good. Um, they've taken like the pacing of the first one was really of 2016 was really good. I liked 
there were moments where you did have those reprieves and you would walk through. But towards the end, I was just like, oh, I just want more encounters. And when those encounters would happen, you'd be like, all right, cool. And then in terms of like boss fights, there wasn't really any or that any that were super memorable. I'll, I'll, you don't have to say it, Joel. I'll say it for you. The boss, the boss fights in Doom 2016, they sucked. <laughs> yeah, they were. They did. Um, they're pretty rough in this one as well, but at least they're interesting and they're different in a way, I guess. That's that's all I would ask because the, the boss encounters they had, which, like, they were just not fun. I always, I will always come back to when you finally fight that cyber demon in Doom twenty sixteen. Yeah, it sucked. I was yeah. so disappointed. Yeah, like it's yeah. Um, the, uh, this game though has has like a, a few boss fights and stuff like that. Um, whole lot of platforming. Um, lots and lots of platforming. I, ha- I have heard that, actually. How do you feel about the platforming? Because I've heard mixed things about it. Once you get a feel for the controls, because the game, the game throws you straight in. Um, and you get quite a lot of stuff at the start. And that's the other thing this game has in spades. It has a fair bit of platforming for a first-person shooter. And it also has systems upon systems of upgrades that you need to, like, get your head around. Um and the only reason it, it, it's a little bit intimidating at first is because they drop them all on you at once. They're just like, here's this, here's this, here's this. And you're like, um, sorry, okay, what? So I've got Predator Suit tokens, I've got Weapon tokens, I've got uh, the, uh, I've got Sentinel batteries, I've got, okay, what what am I using for what? Um, and, then, and then also you've got to deal with, okay, Chainsaw for bullets, I've got a Flamethrower on my shoulder for armor, i got, yeah. oh, so- geez. Like, that's that's the one thing I want. I like that I I really like about this game is that is the once you get that sort of gameplay hook, like that core gameplay hook, uh, and that loop, it's it's almost like a resource management game. Um, I did you use the 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 flame belch or whatever it's called? Because I have heard some people who have played it basically said that they forgot about it a lot. I did until later on, and then I started using okay. it. All right. When when the game really starts ramping up, and it's just like you need to fucking use everything in your disposal. Like you you need to use everything. I I remember in 2016 they had the chainsaw in that as well. Uh, which if you don't know, if you haven't played one of those Doom games, um, the chainsaw basically if you chainsaw an enemy, uh, it'll spurt out a whole bunch of ammo. So you use it to sort of replenish your 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 stocks. Um, and in this one, it's integral. Like, you you need to be constantly using that. And they do give you lots of... Because I felt like in the first one, in 2016, they didn't give you a lot of fuel a for fuel. it. Yeah, yeah. I would I would agree there. Yeah, whereas this one, they're like, no, we want you to use this a lot. So here's heaps of fuel littered around. Not heaps, not, not overkill, but enough that you will constantly use it and you'll never feel like you've run well, out. Because even from a spectator position, watching this game be played... It's like they went, they looked at Doom 2016 and they're like, cool, this was, this was good. This was fast, but they've gone, you know what? Doom Eternal, don't stop. You don't, don't stop. <laughs> yeah. Like if, if, if Nemesis doesn't stop, Doom Eternal doesn't fucking stop. Like it's, <laughs> it's, yeah, it, it is an onslaught. Um, And I have the stories kind of interesting as well. Like I'm kind of into the story a little bit. I that haven't been same, reading. That was the same stuff. in Doom 2016. No, <laughs> it was just I mean, all it was, buried in, in like lore entries. It, this one is actually there's cutscenes. This one there is like there, there's stuff going on. There's constantly you know who is the Doom Slayer? Who who is he? Like where does he come from? I'm starting to get answers to those questions. So it's interesting stuff. Um, and man, like oh, just the super shotgun in this game is 
top five shotguns of all time. I'm, I'm calling it Michael Huber. Um, just that's when you get the. Uh, See, but this yeah. is controversial because I would also argue that if that's the case, I'm still I'm willing to let you have that, but I'll fight you to also say that the Doom Two Super Shotgun is still on that list as well. Oh, okay, that's fine. That's fine. But I so like in Doom 2016 as well. I think that they had this system as well where you've got like you get like weapon points that you can upgrade your weapons and your different things, like your different attachments to your weapons. Uh, and then you have like a mastery. So basically you'll un- say like, you know, a weapon will have like two separate, um, it'll have like two attachments. You'll pick one of the attachments to start off with and you'll go, I'm going to focus on this one. And then it'll have like two or three things that you need to put points into. And then it'll have a, once you've done that, it'll unlock the weapons mastery, which basically gives you like an objective. So, for instance, the combat shotgun um, for the sticky grenade launcher that uh, is one of the attachments for it, um, the weapons mastery for that is you have to shoot um, uh, like 25 arachnotrons um, turrets off their back with with the, the sticky grenade. You have to stick them with that. Um, so it makes you use that weapon and sort of get more used to it and sort of eventually you get an upgrade like once you've done that you get like the mastery of it which gives you like another upgrade the super shotguns one is fucking awesome because not only do you originally like you get the super shotgun and it's got this thing called the meat hook which is exactly what it sounds like it is uh it's just like a fucking grappling hook that you can shoot at enemies and launch yourself towards and as you're launching towards you can either use it to sort of like swing by them or just unload into them with the, the super shotgun um and it is satisfying every fucking time you do it the weapon's mastery for it is it turns the chain on fire. So basically it works. In, the reason why I don't use flame belch as much anymore um, is because I've got this super shotgun with a meat hook that sets enemies on fire that does the same thing the flame belch does. So if I shoot that enemy, it'll drop armor. And if I kill it, it'll drop heaps of armor. So if you use it on low level enemies, um, you can get you can replenish your armor really like quickly and also escape from like, you know, a tougher enemy that you want to get away from to regain some, like, reprieve. Um, it really just, it it makes you think about, like, playing these shooters, which is funny because the game is turned up to, like, 11 in terms of speed. So it in a game where it, it requires you to think really methodically about things, it, it doesn't give you time to do so, but somehow you still get a chance to, if that makes sense. Yeah, I can, I can see what you got. Because, like, again... That that was something I feel I was going for in 2016's Doom, but this one it just seems like they they got it right. They managed to get it and they put it in a bottle and they sold it to you. Yeah, 100. percent Like, and it it's like uh, don't get me wrong. I've had moments where I really don't like like well not really don't like it, but I've I've had issues with it. Um, there's two things in particular, uh, and the point I'm at at the moment, the game is getting really fucking hard, and I'm only playing on Hurt Me Plenty, which is like the second difficulty. Um, so I can't even imagine what it'd be like on higher difficulties, but. Um, it's, yeah, like, there's, there's two other things that I've, like, that, that have really sort of irked me about it, but on the whole, the game is fucking solid. It is probably one of my favorite shooters of all time, period, I think. It's just, mm. the mechanics and the way that it works and the way that it makes you feel when you actually, when you get it and it clicks, it, you feel like a fucking god. Like, it's, it, you feel like this fucking like force of fury that is like striking down all of these demons and it's it is fun it is really fun um but it will test you 100 percent. 
Nothing, nothing wrong with that. No, no. Um, I think that's one thing we can thank from software for. Like, I, I think a lot of people now are ready for that. They're willing to engage with the games. Just like, okay, but I'm not going to hold your hand. I mean, I, I guess Doom Eternal does hold your hand sometimes, but mm. this ain't going to be easy. <laughs> Yeah, no, it, and that's the thing. Like, it's not going to be easy. We're going to make you feel powerful. We're going to make you feel like superhuman. You're going to earn feeling superhuman. But you're going to earn it. Yeah, you're gonna. You've got to. Yeah. You've got to work for it. And and when you work for it and it clicks, it is a good feeling. Um, and also uh, here's two observations as well from someone who again I haven't played it. I've just watched some people play a lot of it. Uh, love the new UI. Yes, you know you can customize the that as well. UI is. Oh, that's cool. You can customize the colors of it, and it's fucking awesome. That's great. Because, yeah, the Dune 2016 UI, pretty dull, pretty boring. Yep. This one, I love it. Uh, the other thing I love, the extra life system. Yes, the extra life system is awesome. This game is 100% knows it's a video game, and it wears it on its sleeve. Because um, there are collectibles that are one-ups, basically, that you, you collect. And if you lose all your, if you lose all your health, you, and you've got a lot of extra life, you'll respawn full health. Um Sometimes doesn't help. <laughs> Sometimes it's at the worst possible times. Yeah, I have heard some people wish it, but they say they wish it was sort of like a, a prompt. Yeah, you could optional, like kind of like a resurrect in Sekiro almost. Like. Yeah, because in any of these games, I will always have a death where I'm like, well, that was dumb. Yep. Uh, just, just go ahead and just call it a wipe and start again. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Um, and so uh, there was there's a period there was a period where that happened to me where I had I think I had like two or three extra lives stocked up and I was like I'm feeling good Let's save save this for a really tough encounter and I hit a really tough encounter but I just wasn't prepared for it and I was just I needed to sort of like take a step back and and not do that but by the time um, I got into that fight it was too late and I just rinsed those three lives away and I was like yeah ah, okay okay I get it but. Live and, live and learn, live and learn. Live and learn. Um, and also, I think Mick Gordon has outdone himself this time uh, in terms of soundtrack. I think this soundtrack is better than 2016. I think there are more... It's used more. I think that was my issue with 2016, is I wanted that... Because the fights yeah. were spaced out quite a lot, and you only got those like those epic moments and those epic songs in, in battle, um, there was a lot of like ambient music going through. Uh, whereas this yeah, one, which, it's, yeah, the combats are thick and fast, so you're constantly getting these nice. music loops, and uh, and there's also collectible music as well from not just Doom, from other id software games, um, including Commander Keen. Uh, That's amazing. Yeah, I was gonna say uh, the, the Doom the Doom Slayer's base, his book, his shelves are a treat. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. If you if you have if you have any sort of passing interest in Doom and Quake and Commander Keen, it's worth just perusing those shelves just to see the stuff he's got on there because man, some good fan service in there. Some it, good nods. Yeah, the Fortress of Doom is a really cool touch as well. When I first heard that they were adding like a hub area to Doom, I'm like, okay, sure, why not? But like it's kind of cool and it's so dorky in a way because he has this office that's got this giant fucking PC rig set up in it. And he's got like fucking guitars that are axes on the wall and shit. Like it is the most dude broish kind of like office setup for this fucking Doom Slayer, and it makes me laugh every time I go in there. But I love it. It's I don't know, but yeah, the music is just so fucking good. Um, 
I did just find the collectible, like, because, like I said, there's, like, you find music through the, the different levels. They're a type of collectible, one of the many types of collectibles. Um, I did just find BFG Division from 2016. From Nice. It, 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 I picked it up. And the cool thing about it is each of those um, songs has, like, its own artwork. So they've got, like, custom artwork for those, like, they, they, they look like records. He picks up a record, and it's got, like, a custom artwork sleeve, and that gets displayed in your Doom, uh, Fortress of Doom. So you can go look uh, at it, and that's did, where you can go listen to them. Did I see it right as well that when you find the cheat codes, they're on floppy disks? Uh, yes, 100%. Yep. That's so good. Yep. Yeah, they're on floppy disks. Like, it is it is ridiculous, this game, at some points. It is so goofy, but also it's so brutal, and it's so... It's... it's grotesque and scary and and it's just fun i if you love 2016 and you're like maybe i'll give eternal you got it you gotta do it it's so good um i definitely want to get to it yeah (laughs) i definitely do but yeah maybe i'll talk a bit more about it in the future but yeah that's that's my my gushing about it over with yeah Um, i'm sorry joel yep you know what's next i know i know it's okay. It's only fair. Like we've all, like you know, I just spoke about Doom. It's fine. It's fair. So last December, I on a whim, I had I had more money than I should have at that point. At that point in time, I was like, okay, mm-hmm. I'll drop a pre-order on Persona Five Royal: The Phantom Thieves Edition. Because first of all, I was told I was told that because I got it for JB Hi-Fi, they're like, oh no, no, they won't charge you until it gets closer to shipper. I'm like, well, then clearly I'll pre-order it. Right. So I did it. And then JB Harvey's like, cool, we build you. I'm like, ah. Uh, uh, oh, oh, well, I guess I guess what's done is done. And honestly, as I was coming to terms with the fact that I wasn't going to be getting Resident Evil 3 at launch, uh, EB Games were like, eh, we're breaking Street Dead on Persona 5. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Is JB? Yeah, JB. It's a and pretty... then like half a day later, they were like, eh, we're shipping it to you. <laughs> it's pretty crazy that that's happened this week as well like it is they they it was because it was persona 5 royal but there was also like four smaller games they broke street date on as well dirt rally 2.0 like game of the year yep. edition and gigantosaurus a, or something yeah, yeah. there's a one the there one piece bit... um muso oh, game yeah, as well piece, yeah yeah yep. that's right um but yeah so they just decided to break a bunch of street dates <laughs> yeah so that was like fuck that it. was a thing mm. um and whatever that reason is i don't we we I haven't found out yet, but they did it. So anyway, I got I got Royal. I haven't had much of a chance to play it, and I wasn't initially going to bring it to this week's episode, but I have nearly finished the opening palace of the game, and based on what I had assumed for this game after playing Persona 4 Golden, for example, I was like, okay, there'll be a couple of changes. It'll be it'll be neat. There's been a surprising amount of changes, and that is literally why I'm bringing it. <laughs> Mm, that's so that's what it's subsequently like 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 what i want to hear and also what i don't want to hear because it means that i want it and i can't get it at the moment i'm so sorry yeah i know it sucks but i i'm excited to hear about it though so the first big one happened because i was again i was fully prepared to just be like cool this will be fun there'll probably be like a new piece of dialogue here or there so you're running through like the opening casino mission like the, the prologue which yep. is obviously maybe yeah and you're like, cool, this is exactly how I remember it. And then it hits a certain point. And then they're like, oh, Joker, bleh, go up. And you're like, what? oh, God. The gra- oh, And he grappling hooks up. And you're like, this is not how this went. Because I didn't have a grappling hook. What the hell? And you run along a bit. And then you get you get the cutscene from a lot of the trailers with Kasumi. 
<sighs> and you have a you have a fight alongside her, and she is you don't get to control her, but she is sweet. Fuck. <laughs> um, and it actually, at first, I was like, okay, well, this is I don't know, this is fine. It's cool being a Lankasumi, but she drops a, a line that was like, well, now I'm really enticed on the story where she says something along the lines of where she's like, oh, I'm not an official member of Phantom Thieves. I'm like, wait. Okay. But wait, I know I know when this palace takes place in the storyline. Yeah, that's... Mm, okay. Okay, okay, fine. You've, you're, you've intrigued me now. Fuck. I'm on the hook. Oh, God <laughs> damn it. God, that sounds um, good. Yeah. So, like, apart from that, though, just the rest of the game's pretty similar, but there's, like, little changes that... I was just like, that's nice. Like, for example, now when the date changes, you know how the calendar scrolls across and the knife yep. hits on the date and all that? So now when the weather's changed, for example, I had a rainy day, it actually rains on that screen. I was like, that's oh, nice. Cool. Yep. Love that stuff. Um, the, little, the little chat app they use, there's now like a little sort of, I'm going to guess it's like a cherry blossom thing. There's like a little flower that animates across the back of it. I was just like, oh, that's nice. Oh my um the first the first palace is pretty different there was a section where i was like i don't remember doing this at all so that's um, that's the thing it's been so long since i've played five i like i am ready to play it again and to, to hear that there are uh, ex- there's extra stuff in there as well oh man it just that's the thing right because I, I played five again last year to get the platinum yep um so i was just, that's why i was sort of like maybe i won't play royal straight away i'll just have it and chip away at it but i'm like well, I'm not getting Resident Evil 3 and whole, oh, there's more in here than I thought there would be. And you know what? This this feels like a really dumb thing to bring up. But if you looked at the Persona 5 trophy list and you were like, ugh, I have to play so much Persona 5, I have good news for you. Okay. Cause Royal was just like, uh, screw it. Oh really? <laughs> it's a it's a way more chill trophy list. Again, it feels like a weird point to bring up in his favor. But for example, um, you don't have to max out all the confidants for anything. <sighs> God you don't have it. to complete the compendium, oh, which is a which, those are two of the biggest things in Persona Five. Uh, you don't have to beat the, I won't say the optional boss, the the bonus boss yep. in New Game Plus. You don't have to do that. It's just it seems it seems like a way more chill trophy list. It has a lot of stuff. It's just like hey, do go to a go to a uh, go to karaoke and stuff like that. So that's what I it want. feels way more like see the cool stuff in the game. And I really like I that. I love trophy uh, lists like that. Yeah, it's cool. So I will say that if, if you care about trophies, but you looked at fives and you're like, that is a grind. This one, the probably the grindiest one will be you have stuff, still have to max all your social stats, but you can carry that in a new game plus anyway. And you yeah. can still get it in one run if you're on top of your game. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, that's, that's a weird segment there. Trophies, cool trophy list. But apart from that, the one other thing I want to bring up is a new enemy type. Um, okay. Which is, if they throw it in you at you in, in the first palace pretty early on, which makes me excited for how it could be used later. Okay. It's a thing Morgana calls a disaster shadow. So, a disaster shadow is really fun because they're basically a glowy, purpley shadow of a, of a demon you've already seen. Right. A stand in the middle, and if you hit them... If you hit them with just like a regular attack, they'll counter straight away. You wouldn't do a lot of damage. But if you exploit their weakness, it does massive damage. And if you, if you kill them with that, or if you have to hit them a second time to kill them, when they die, first of all, they give you an item, which is so good. Okay. And then they explode and damage the other enemies. 
that's awesome. And depending on how much damage you do to them to kill them, that is sort of how much damage their explosion will do. So they're really fun to see in a fight because you're like, cool, I'm targeting you. <laughs> Karen, I really want this game now. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> I really another, want it. Another thing that I really <laughs> loved is I feel like I'm getting given more SP items earlier in the okay. game, which is... That's a part of Persona 5 that really sticks out to me is, boy, the SP basically acts as your, okay, get out of this palace now bar, because you get you can hit points in, on your first run, I should say. Not on, not on New Game Plus, when you're cashed up. On your yeah. first run, you will hit points in palaces where you're like, I literally cannot continue. Yeah, I, I have, have to, to leave. I have to bounce out, yeah. Yeah, but this one feels a lot more forgiving where I, I, as I entered the palace and Morgana's like, oh, hey, here's an SP item. I'm like, sweet. I mean, I'll take it. <laughs> Anything that gives me SP I want. Uh, so that's really cool. And Baton Pass, okay. a feature that was very cool in the original game, is even cooler now. Where So each time you you pass the Baton, which is, I think also it might be just because of the starting team, but I can, I don't know if you're in Persona 5, at least for Arn, you had to like social rank her up, but I could Baton Pass with everyone at the gate. Right. And I know for some of the characters, especially the later ones, that you had to tear up to that. I'm struggling to remember if Arn needed that. But either way, being able to do like a full team baton pass immediately is sweet. Yeah. And each time you pass it on, like there's a little ring of fire beneath the characters, it changes color. So like when you get to the second person, it's like a red ring. So the next one's a yellow ring of fire. And then when you get to the last character, each time their character does more damage as well. You get to the fourth character, the ring is like a bluey color yeah and whatever action they do will not consume any sp or hp so if they do like a magic attack sp is or fine and if, or if they, if they no, takes no hp damage and that's just sweet Ooh. is what that is see okay so from the little the, for the small amount that you've played of it do you feel like this is like the definitive i mean it sounds like it is oh, but the definitive man. version of this game like like how people go As I'm play- people say like you know don't play persona 4 Play Persona 4 Golden if you can, because it's on Vita. But like, and it, but ignore Marie because she's not very. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. But yeah, so it, you you would definitely say this is a similar sort of situation. Like I, I love Persona 5. Right, right. It was it was so clearly my game of the year the year it came out, mm-hmm. and I'm playing through this and just being like, this game is even better. Like it's just. They looked at their game and they're like, you know what? This was really good, but I bet we can make it really, really good. And so far, they've just succeeded on all accounts, from my opinion. Like, oh, there's another thing as well in palaces that I found. Again, I don't know how this will change going forward, but there's these will seeds you pick up. Okay. So will seeds are behind, like, at least in the first palace, behind these doors covered in, like, foliage and grass. You've got to cut your way through and you go into it and you pick up this little item, and it restores a bit of your SP, which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, there's three of them in a palace. I don't know what they do when you get them all, because I have unlocked the path to the third one, but there is a really hard demon guarding it. Okay. It's the... um. I'm sorry to do this to your brain, Joel, but it's basically, you know, the slime version of Mara? Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, it's that one. Oh, so it, it also looks gross. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so he he shreds me because the hard enemies in this game really do feel hard again. That's good. Like they will just 
Oko a team member, and I'm like, I have no revives. I guess I am fleeing from this fight. Um, so yeah, I'm really curious to see what happens when I get all three of those will seeds and after the palace is done. Really curious. I, I won't harp on it about it too much more, but I do want to say, and I know that you already want it, Joel, but I know there's probably lots of people out there that were like, oh, but I just heard it has like a new semester and stuff. But I did really like Persona 5. I would say to you, you really have to play Persona 5 Royal. I'm sorry, Fuck. you just do. Fuck. So I guess pencil in, pencil in like another 120 hours, my friends. <laughs> I'm ready to do it. I am ready to do it. It's literally, I just, I don't, I can't swing it at the moment. I know. If anyone know, out there feels like being, if anyone listening feels incredibly generous in this time, <laughs> I'd love a copy of Persona 5 Royal. Um, but yeah, no, I just, I it, it sucks because I, I am so ready to play that game again. And, oh, it just, I'm, ex- I'm happy to hear that it, it is more than just an extra semester and a couple of extra lines of dialogue. Yeah, like, it, it actually feels like, you again, if you really like Persona 5 and you were worried that that was just going to be that new stuff, like, no, no, no. Like, it feels really, a lot of the stuff that they added feels nice. It feels fresh. The dungeon, the new, the new stuff in the first dungeon, I was like, this is cool. This is cool and a bit different. I kind of, I really dig this. <laughs> It's neat that we're seeing that sort of as a bit of a trend now with these sort of like I, I kind of almost relate this to like the how Pokemon is doing its like doing a season pass instead of like a re-release of the game um, to make you play yeah. through an entire game just to get to some new stuff. They're like, no, we know you've already done all that. Here's this new stuff that you can jump into straight away. And then like Persona 5 Royals, like we know that you're expect you've already played this 110 hour and we know that you really liked it, but we're going to spice some things up along the way to make it worth your while for paying for and playing through this game again. So that's for awesome. sure. Absolutely. It's awesome. That's a- the new music has been just a 10 as well. <sighs> Fuck. Okay. I'll stop now. I'll stop. Um, but just be excited. Like, Cause we're also eventually at some point this year going to get scrambled. Like this is a, once again, <sighs> a fantastic year to be a persona fan. Oh. We, we get such wonderful treats from Atlas. We do. <laughs> we don't get other treats from Atlas. We don't get treats like no, we don't. The and Joel, I, but or just freeing Persona three and four from their PS two and their Vita prisons. All that, yeah. But that's but, mm. that's just a thing I have to live with. <laughs> yeah, but at least we get some nice things. We do. Yeah, we oh, do. I will get to it if I. I, I just. I. I oh you, my god. You, you will. You will. And I, I will. I'm. I. And that's why I was just like, I don't. Wanna, I'm not going to talk too much about it, like, because this will probably be the only time I bring it up until you play it. But I also am happy to tell you that, yeah, if you were worried about it just being like pretty much the same up until like, oh, hey, new party member, new semester, I can say, safely tell you no. Immediately as I'm playing this game, there's enough new stuff to make me excited to see what else it has. That's exactly what I wanted to hear and also what I didn't want to hear right now. <laughs> so, yeah, that's awesome. It's, good, it's a good news, bad news situation. <laughs> it really is, yeah. Um, it's just so funny that it's like the same situ- the same news is good and bad. But uh, as we alluded to before we moved into our quest log, there is there is one game that we've been playing to keep our head above water, to keep our uh, hearts and our brain and minds as stress-free as we can, and that is Animal Crossing New Horizon, Joel. Animal Crossing is a 10. No, it's... <laughs> I, look, I fucking... This game was already going to be special for me, like because I, I just... I've I, there's something about Animal Crossing that's just impossible for me to not love. Um, but the combination of it being like 
building on what they've already made in the past with anim- previous Animal Crossing games and adding new stuff like quality of life features to it even, if, if, if you could call it, or um, new features or new ways of doing things, on top of the fact that it is the saviour of the world at the moment. Because, um, I mean, not only is it, like, apparent that, like, uh, uh, you know, everyone's playing it, quite literally everyone is playing it. If you own a Switch, you're probably playing Animal Crossing right now. I mean, like, we can launch into our first... So not, this is why we're not doing a proper news section here. This is where I'm going to bring up our first little story about Animal Crossing. Uh, it's selling huge bucks. Jeez, oh, it's amazing. In Japan, Pokemon Sword and Shield sold 1.36 million copies in its first weekend, which is like, okay, that's yep. that's pretty impressive. Pokemon's massive. You know, put out mm-hmm. two games, like, of course. Animal Crossing New Horizon just, without breaking a sweat, manages to sell 1.88 million physical copies that first weekend just blowing pokemon yep. away it's just and that's that's those are the japan figures and those are the physical figures yep because we don't get to hear what the digital figures are and holy shit that would be fucking bananas well we, we, both, nintendo, we both bought a digital in australia so like 100 <laughs> percent. I, I if i were nintendo i would be 100 percent flaunting these well, numbers there's I'd an investor like, call coming up look which at is this. why they had that direct oh. recently because that's why everyone knew they had to have one so i figure we might learn more there but this yeah wow that's so many copies uh, and i'm not surprised like it was just because the week leading up to it was a, a shitty week like it sucked um there's no there's no sugarcoating it and i think everyone knows that it sucked and and that's you know it's just it's still kind of it sucky. still is very sucky um, but yeah, I, I think a lot of people, even if they weren't considering getting it, were just at a point where they're like, I need something. I, I like, I just, I need something. It was and- a lot of that was cause I was going to get it. Cause I knew how excited you were for it. And I was ready. I was like, cool. I need, I need to give animal crossing one more shot. And turns out it was the right call to make because this is the one, but it was that week was just like, so full on, just so full of just stress and just not knowing what was going to happen. It's like, no, I just want to go to a, I just want to go to a dumb Island and get in debt with a raccoon in a shirt. <laughs> yep. Yep. I look, where do we even start with this current? It's, I mean, we can start at the most obvious place, Joel. I love this game. And I, I definitely remember enjoying new leaf. And I think this is one of, mm-hmm. this is probably, this is just a big sign that this is a good game, but I fell off very quickly. This one, right. I, Man, Joel, I really like it. <laughs> yeah, so I, 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 my first foray into Animal Crossing was with Wide, uh, Wide World on the DS, and I dropped off that one pretty quickly. Um, and then New Leaf came out, and I was like, I'll give it another go. And that one got me pretty good. Like it was a solid three months I was playing that for, like consistently. And then I dropped off, and then like a year later, I came back to it for an, and then we played it again for another three months. Um, and I, I know it was something about that game. It was, you know, it was magical. Um, this, because of the type of game it is, and because of the hardware and technology that's behind it now that exists in the world uh, and exists within Nintendo, I think this game I'll be checking back in on for years. I honestly do. Um, because of the fact of the matter is that... I mean, in that direct as well, they also mentioned about like the the first update that's coming to it. So updates are a thing that can happen in this game now. Like there is 
the infrastructure there for them to push out seasonal updates. They're not built into the game. They can put out patches. And you know what? I'm so happy for that because my biggest fear was people time traveling and ruining things. And don't get me wrong. People are still time traveling and ruining things, but at least they can't do it with the event stuff. Yeah. And the thing is, though, that, that... they can change it every year. So the first event that's coming out is Bunny Day, and it's from the 1st of April to the 12th of April, um, and it's basically Easter. But they could change how that works next year. They could add extra stuff to it, or they oh, could yeah, take sure. stuff away. Or it's th- That alone like gives me 100% certainty that this game's going to have legs to it. Um, and the hardest of hardcore are going to play it. I think even some of the casual players are going to check back in with it from time to time. Because I know there are people out there that have just bought Switches, and they might not be the hardcore of hardcore Animal Crossing fans, but they've bought Switches just to play this game in this period of time that we're in. And I think when, like, you know, eventually when this starts to die down and people, there's some sort of level of normal normalcy that comes back um, to, you know, the world, um, I think the game will have its hooks in those people and they all, this, this feels like Pokemon go in a way where like some people, like the, a lot of the people that are probably jumping into animal crossing have never played an animal crossing game before or never really heard of animal crossing and they're jumping into it and they're discovering how just so chill this game is. So it's also kind of um, two pronged though, right? Because I absolutely agree with your Pokemon go comparison. Uh, I also would say that it also continues Nintendo's just, like, streak with the Switch, where they're like, Mm -hmm. new Zelda, one of the best Zeldas. New Mario, one Mm -hmm. of the best Marios. New Animal Crossing, probably the best Animal Crossing. Like, they're just like, bam, 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 with those three games. It's just, yep, it's ridiculous. Uh, And, of course, like, new, like, updated Smash, best Smash game. Like, they're just on fire, and Animal Crossing is just continuing that streak. What's that? Mario Kart 8 is the best Mario Kart game ever created? Let's just fucking put it on, on the, the Switch. Switch. Like, <laughs> and make it look really fucking good. Like, yeah. It's, yeah. I, I there's, It brings me so much joy that people are discovering how much fun Animal Crossing is. Um, so I have people, like, let's just talk about this for a second. Like, so, yeah, I lost my job this week. The company that I work for, um, some people started up, like, a Facebook group for all like all employees that work there that they could join. And it was just like a little support group thing where like people could like, if they've got services or goods or things that they could offer to people, or if they're looking for something or if they're just wanting to make someone have like a laugh or something like that. Um, so this, this started the day animal crossing came out. And so I put my switch friend code up in there and was like, Hey, surely there's some people out there who've got Nintendo switches and they want to play animal crossing or they've picked it up today. Um, come and like add me on and come let's go visit each other's islands and hang out so my friend list before that was probably about maybe 10 people um the other day i had concurrently i had i think 17 people online and 16 of them were playing animal crossing and like some of these people like that i i that had added me like the people that i like i i know well are people that I know for a fact probably have never played an Animal Crossing game because they were asking me about it. Like, what's Animal Crossing? And I'm like, oh, guys, you've got to get behind it. Um, Honestly, Joel, you can even pull that circle even even tighter. Like, in our immediate friendship group, that's people true. That, uh, that we never bought Animal Crossing, I'm like, I'm pretty sure you've never played Animal Crossing. 
Mm-hmm. Like it's just yeah. that's this game has just pulled in a lot of people. Yeah, and it's it's shitty times, but I think it's weirdly. And I hate to say it, it's worked in its favor in a way. I mean, I've already I've um, already heard the joke, which is like, oh, do you think Nintendo delayed Animal Crossing because COVID nineteen wasn't ready yet? Like, I have heard it because they're just yeah, it's, it's they've just it's just been as sad as the world is right now. Twitter mostly is wonderful because it's just all these Animal Crossing screenshots. I'm like, oh, I can't. I Joe, I honestly cannot believe how much I love this game. It's I, look. It's it's impossible not to love this game in some way, shape, or form. I still hate Tom Nook. I want to be clear about that. <laughs> Tom Nook is not a bad guy. I, will... I, I jolly put that on my on my billboard, and I I've left it I there. Did. But yep, I good. don't agree with it. I, I want to be really clear. <laughs> um, no, I hey, if someone ca- I've said this before, if someone came up to me and offered me an interest free, like, and built me a house and said. This is your house. You can pay me back in however way you want, however long you want, with no interest. This is the price. You pay me back however much. There's no consistent payments. You can do yeah, it but, but Joel, infrequently. I fucking be on Joel. You do so. Much, you that. do so much for that, for that island. Like when new residents come in, you pick where they build. You get all the stuff of their houses. You don't get a cut. You don't get a cut of that. Top no, top nuke okay. cuts you out. I'm like, I'm onto you. It's, I'm onto you, nuke. It's okay. I've just upgraded my pocket, so I've got like fucking max space now. I'm 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 off shipping over to other islands oh, and yeah, just so fucking the, fleecing them full of things, the nuke, and then the coming back and selling it to like them. like EB carrots. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Except they've got a use. Um, and it's just yeah. Look, it, it is impossible to to not feel something when you see something from this game, like whether it be. Visually, it looks stunning. Like playing it if on the TV. Can, if you compare it, it to looks... the previous Animal Crossing games, it's night and day. <laughs> oh my god, it looks. Go- I was playing it on the TV today, and I was like, "This game is. It looks beautiful, and it's not like it's not beautiful because it's like super photorealistic or anything like that. It's just it. It's super colorful. It's super bright. It's crisp enough to be like nice and sharp. And it's just, it, it is inviting and warm yeah. to it's, look at. It's the little details as well, like the rustling of the trees. And oh, yeah. Like just as you're walking around and like, this is, again, I have played it on the TV, but whenever I play this game in handheld, like headphones are essential because it just, the sound of this game is so good. The water, oh, yeah. The, 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 yeah, the, in, the bugs and all that, the chill music especially once when you get the hourly music which i just recently got like i don't think i've got that yet and i'm like god i need it do you but do you have isabel i do oh, is that is it when isabel yeah basically in? when isabel you should you'll you, oh, okay the music cool. sort yeah. of feels a bit different every hour like I, the, I heard there was something that you had to do and i did i didn't know if there was something else i had maybe, to do maybe to there is i feel like the music because yeah i maybe uh, the music in the morning just gives me some sweet persona 5 vibes it's super jazzy and i love it Oh, it's the oh, the music kind is so good in this game, and it's I hum the theme song to this game constantly. So good, it's like, just good. I'll be just I'll be sitting, I'll be like doing some busy work around the house, and I'll just be like, I sing it to my son, and he thinks it's hilarious. Like it's, I, 
I love it. It's so good. So um, we've definitely gushed about it a bit. Let's let's break it down a bit. Let's reel it in. Let's break it down because okay, one of the things I do like about this game is how simple the start is in a way. Like you get to this yeah. island and they're like, "Here's a tent." Yep. You're like, all right, cool. I can't do much with this, but it, I feel like it's a great way. It, for me, it really worked well because it sort of piecemealed it into me at the right pace, I guess. Yeah. Like you welcome in other villages, you sort of pick their where their tents go and all that, and then as as the game starts, because they've really sort of leaned into the the daily progression of this game even more so. But I think you can do more earlier if that makes sense. Yeah, I yeah, I think that's 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 very true. Um, they give you a lot more to to do earlier on, uh, and like, then pretty much out the you... gate, it's like cool. I've got a fishing rod. I'm fishing this island clean. <laughs> Yep, hundred percent. Yeah, bug net. Yeah, come here, bugs. Yeah. I'm catching you all. I mean, um, you you had to you would have to have been blind to have missed the first weekend of this game, of all the pictures of people's collections just waiting for Blathers <laughs> to finish his his like museum. It became yeah, exactly. sort of a, a joke at that point. Everyone's just like, "Here's mine." It's um, it's yeah, like it it gives you a lot more to do from from the get go. And when you think you're like, "Oh, okay." Man, it, it, it feels like they've given me everything already, and it's, there's not much else. They introduce something else mm. that might be new to the Animal Crossing series as well, like um, like the Nook Miles stuff. And then you get Nook Miles Plus, which are basically like your dailies, but yeah. they are never-ending, and you can just farm them. And one time I had like a... like Because those are like double Nook, point, Nook Miles. I had one that was like a five times multiplier. I'm not sure how I get that yep. again. I think once, so you know is how that a weekly or something, maybe it might be. It's either weekly or daily because, like, daily you get five of the two times. Yeah, but I definitely had like I a think five you get, times one at one point or something. So similar. did I. Yeah, it's when Isabel comes in. Yeah. But like, it's I think you get maybe one of them a day. Okay. I don't know. I have to check again tomorrow. Yeah, but like, um, either that or it might be weekly. You might be right. Um, but yeah, like it. And on top of already that, the other. Nook Miles, which is the closest thing we're going to get to achievements in a Nintendo game, I think. Yeah. Because they are essentially just achievements. But they're sort of... The com- they're fun, yeah. though. I, li- I like going in to check on them, except for the um, the fishing streak one. That one can go and die in a fire. Oh, yeah. Um, I got one by accident. Um, so, again, if you haven't played Animal Crossing, you don't know anything about it, but like there are parts where... You, you, you can craft a slingshot uh, that you can use. I know exactly um, what And this there is. are, yeah, so there are, there are like little gifts that will come a, a, across the island, like via balloons. So they just like attach to a balloon and they'll float across and you'll just see a shadow of one or you'll see it in the distance and you're like, oh shit. So you'll get your, your uh, slingshot out, you run over and you're going to stand like kind of underneath it and then pop the balloon and the present will drop down and you get a present. It could be anything. It could be 5,000 bells, which is the currency in the game, or it could be an item of clothing, or it could be something to put in your house. It could be anything. It could be a DIY recipe, anything in the game. Um, and But I did one and it landed and bounced once and then bounced into my river and disappeared. And I was like, oh, fuck, I lost my present. I wanted my present. And then my, my Nook phone buzzed. And I'd got some Nook Miles for it. And it's an achievement for, like, shooting a president out of the sky and having it land in water. You just know that Tom Nook was laughing his ass off. No, he's sympathetic. He's fine. He's just... He's just... He's not evil. He's not evil. I'm sick of this bloody I bullshit. think he's, like, a little bit evil. 
No, I, I'm he's willing to fine. meet you halfway. I don't think he's evil. I think he's just he's entrepreneurial. We're definitely <laughs> helping him build an empire and getting personally out of it. Not much of a bell cut is all I'm saying. Hey, it's fine by me. I'm still making bulk coins. Fine. I mean, me too. It's but all good. I'm. I just gave Nuke five hundred thousand bells, <laughs> so like he's yeah. clearly well off. Yeah. I, I don't know, man. I, like I said, I'll miss you halfway. I don't think he's completely evil. Yeah. I just think he's a bit corrupt. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, well, I, I think there's one of the other, the other things that we should probably bring up about the game is, uh, is probably the newest thing to the Animal Crossing series yet. And I think it's probably one of the best additions to the series because I think it gives the game a lot more direction for people who need that. Uh, and that's the uh, the DIY crafting system. So all your items now are like craftable items. So before, like you, you'd have to wait for the, the, the fishing rod to come in stock at Nook's Cranny so you could go and buy it. And then you've got your fishing rod. So you've got an, another thing that you can use to make money so you can wait for the next thing to come into the shop. Um, now you get uh, DIY recipe cards. And that'll have a whole bunch of like You'll get it, you'll read it, and you'll learn it. It's added to your recipe book, essentially. Um, so let's say it's a bug net or a fishing rod, for instance. Um, it'll be a flimsy fishing rod, right? It's not going to be very strong. It's probably going to break after a while because there's, we- there's weapon degradation, item degradation, I guess, uh, in this game now. And uh, it's pretty flimsy, but you can craft it. All you need is five tree branches. And you can get tree branches literally by picking them up off the ground. They are around your island, so you pick them up, you come back to your crafting table, and you make yourself a fishing rod. And that means you can go and fish now to make some more money to uh, to, to make to catch some more fish so you can sell them to the store and make more money so that you can improve certain things around the island. And that's the basic gameplay hook. And I think that's what this game series has been missing, is having that, that middle step where it's not all just about, like, I'm doing this thing so I can make money so I can buy the next thing. Now it's like, well, I'm doing this thing because I need to make this thing because this person wants it. And if I do that for them, they're going to give me something that I need so I can sell that and it's going to make me more money so I can buy this fun thing that I want to buy. So that's definitely the thing, right? I do like the feeling of building up this this town on the island, right? So like mm-hmm. even just little things like when you initially build the museum for Blavers or when the little nuke kids get their first store, or when, mm-hmm. the, when the like residential services tent changes to the proper building and Isabel moves in, like it's yep. just those little those little things. I'm like, okay, I've got to wait till tomorrow, but man, tomorrow I've got so much more to do. Yeah, that's it. And I think by actually, because that's always sort of been how it's been. It's been kind of how Animal Crossing is. Like it's usually you move to a pre-existing town, but you're still like building up certain things within that town. Um. But starting but from scratch I, just feels good. Starting from scratch, but also the fact that it used to be just like, oh, you're just paying money and a new thing will appear. Whereas now it's like, no, you've got to, you actually are essentially building stuff because you're you're crafting these items that you need. So when those three people are coming to your island, you you pick where their houses are going to be on your island. You're like, all right, cool, that's cool. I have ownership over that. That's awesome. Um, and then from there, they're like, you've got like a shopping list of things that you have to make for yeah, each house, and they're all cool. different. And like that was, I loved that. That was especially, so much fun. Especially because you get the DIY recipes for that stuff. 
Exactly. Which, sort and of, which, they're is, all which different. is a cool way to encourage you to sort of get new villages. And the thing is, though, they're different per person per game. Nice. So, yeah. So, because I, one of mine, I had to make uh, a cherry lamp and a cherry speaker because my cherries are my town fruit. I got pears, um, which apparently people hate. I don't get it, though. I know. Pears are great. Great. I got. My, I, thank you. For, thanks to you, I have pears on my island now. It's great. You're I sold a whole bunch of them today. Made bulk coins. Good. It's, it's yeah, a good feeling. Share the pear. Um, share the pear. Fucking a. Yes. Um. But yeah. So. Um. I got. I because I had to make these like cherry lamp and cherry speaker for this person when they moved in. I got those recipes. Um. And I made one for my like. This is a story from today. I made one for my wife. Just to give send to her as a present because you can send presents in the game. I just found out today and I love it. It's the best, isn't I, it? I like, now ra- uh, I just wrap up the most random shit and send it off to people. Yeah, thanks for the pacifier today. By the way, um, I've got really a fun story for that. you of that about that off mic. We'll, we'll talk about that later, though. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, yeah, so I I wrapped up I wrapped up this like you know cherry lamb and sent it to my wife because I thought oh she'll like this and she put it in her house. Um, one of our friends went and visited her island today and was like, saw the cherry lamp was like, where did you get that? And she's like, Oh, Joel made it for me. He's got the recipe. So I was like, and, and she said, she was telling me that in real, like in person. Cause I was sitting next to her on the couch. She's like, Oh yeah. Liam really wants this cherry lamp. I'm like, I'm on it. So I like went and got all the stuff for it, built in one, went down to my uh, airport, wrote a letter to him, attached it to it and sent it across and messaged him and said, you've got mail Liam. Um, and it was great. Like, I, so I sent him this little cherry lamp. Like I love. Oh my god, this game is it's, so good. It's so wholesome. Like we we got a bunch of us together the other night and we just hung out in the island. And all I could think about the entire time was this game is so stupid, but also it's the best. Yep, yep. It was all of us just like running around, like being idiots, shaking trees, yeah, <laughs> emoting, catching fish, hitting each other with nets, taking photos. Like I've taken more photos in this game than I have, and like on purpose with intent and actually like lined up shots in this game that I have in any other game that I've ever played. Um, I've heard stories of people playing hide and seek. I've seen it in happen fact, in, in the museum. Yeah. So I've seen people play it just on their islands in general. Nice. Some people will play hide and seek. Um, kind of funny to, uh, at the end of their stream, they play hide and seek. I'm like, that's a brilliant idea. Well, cause I've also seen um, people like have like fishing competitions where everyone who enters kicks in bells from their from their pocket and then they divvy up a prize at the end yep like, i've seen uh, this look, game is full of just fun things you can do so that that's one thing i want to bring up as well as another story i want to bring up um there's been again obviously shitty time in the world right now people need good vibes like this in their games um so there was there's been an instance of um a couple their wedding got cancelled because of like you know coronavirus, so they could they, they couldn't have their wedding, so they had to cancel or postpone it. Um, and on like their friends found out about that, and they threw a wedding for them in Animal Crossing, and invited them along, and they had this wedding in Animal Crossing for them on the day they were supposed to have their wedding. Um, there's another instance like this one here where uh, there's a nine year old girl called Sophia. Um, she basically got her she didn't get her ninth birthday party because of the lockdown. She's in the UK. Um, and her mum's friends found out about that, uh, or like obviously knew about that and were like pretty upset for for her. Um, and they decided to throw a surprise party for her in Animal Crossing. 
um, and there's video of it. And if it doesn't fucking like make you well up with tears of joy, I don't know what will. It's fucking just beautiful. Um, I I love the fact that this game. Well, I was going to say we capable of doing this. We even did this the other day. We sent we sent presents to someone whose birthday was on just like True. last week, yeah. and we were like. What our friend Rob was like, let's send them gifts here. I was like, yeah, well, okay, why not? Like, that's a great idea. And I, cool I, idea. I, I, that's the thing. I can find, I can see us doing that now. Like, I, that's a cool I, idea. I don't like sending, I don't like doing the obligatory Facebook messages now. I'd rather, like, if it's someone like, if it's, when it comes around to your birthday, Karen, like, I'd rather, like, just message you privately and have a conversation and saying, hey, dude, happy birthday. The, that the Facebook wall thing is just dropped off, especially as I don't use Facebook as much anymore. Yeah. Like, I mean, I still use it. It's just, I just, I don't like doing that. It's like, I'd rather just message someone or call them or see them in person. Um, or from now on, I'll be sending gifts <laughs> and I'll put, I will put effort into making gifts. Oh, like, yeah. I'm going to make I, I, cool I gave stuff. A, I gave a good present. I think, I hope. I yeah, like, I, I like, I, I liked the item and I was like, no, I'm going to give this as a gift. I, I, I think I bought two things from my store. I, one thing I bought him was a cartooning set. Cause I was like, this reminded me of you. Oh, so nice. I thought I better buy it. Yeah. I was like, this is, this is the perfect gift. This is great. Um, so I bought him a cartooning set. Um, but yeah, like oh, there's been other things like, yeah, there was like a wedding surprise parties, just people holding events within this game and it's happening so often. And it's so, God, it's so heartwarming and I love so, it so much. That's one thing that I also love about this game, right? One, one thing I very distinctly remember in New Leaf is honestly, there comes a point where you're like, I am done for the day. Yep. And whilst it is true because it does have the daily trickle of, of buildings going up. So you can hit a point where it's just like, well, I am done for the day, but I can still fish. I can still catch bugs. I can go to the other islands. I can build stuff. I can work on my house. Like there's just, there's lots, so many little things you can like yep. occupy 15, 20 minutes with if, if you want to. And it's just, again, it's really helping keep, keep it's this game's hooks in me. And you know, it could occupy 15, 20 minutes or it could occupy three or four hours. Yeah, for sure. Like you Absolutely. Could, if you want to run around and fish for three hours, which, which I've I done, have, I have done, I have a great yep. white shark in my house, just in the center of my room. And I also have one oh, at man. all times in my pocket. <laughs> I fucking, I know, Karen, <laughs> I witnessed it. Kyron's so greeting for me when he came to like, when I first came to his island. I like walked out of the airport and he's just like holding a fucking shark, and I'm like, this "I got is pretty this. on." This, I was gonna say this is pretty on brand for you, Kyron. Like I, I expected this. This is pretty. This is pretty a uh, uh, path of the course. I caught this. <laughs> it's like yeah, look what I've been doing. Um, and then yeah, walking into your house and seeing it, there's like a fucking giant tank in the middle of your <laughs> just sitting land there. room. <laughs> this is fucking shark. I hope I can get a proper you're standing tank for next it to it and pulling not. one out as well. Like, oh god. Um, what can I say? I have a brand. Uh, what else have we not covered about the game? I mean, the Nook Miles stuff is really great as well. So Nook Miles, like we said, are like achievements where you'll just get like this secondary kind of currency called Nook Miles that you can spend on um various items and things that like there's like a store at this little terminal that you can buy stuff that gets refreshed every day with new stuff. Well, it's like different stuff sometimes. Um, I bought today, actually, no, I bought that for bells. I think, no, it was tickets. I bought a like magic teacup ride. Oh, um, yes, so I saw that. you better fucking, yep. I was like, do I buy the Godzilla or do I buy the teacup ride? And I'm like, 
Lots of people have got the Godzilla. I'm going to get the teacup rise. See, I blew all my bells on a plant. I did the DIY project because I bought the mech. And I was like, this needs oh, so I much that stuff too. to build. But this is a project. <laughs> oh, yeah. I bought that too. Don't worry. I've got that in my back pocket ready. I've got two pieces of gold already set aside for it. I'm me, like, me I'm too. fucking coming for you. Yeah. I've, got, I've got the nuggets, the iron nuggets. It's just the other the other two things I need to... I'm like, what the gold... The gold armor? Yeah. yeah. I'm like, what the hell is this? So that's a yeah. project though. <laughs> Yeah, it's cool. Like I got a, I got gifted a, a DIY project that was um it's like a kitchen workspace. So it's got like a little sink I think in it and like a I've chopping board. I've got that area. too, but I don't know how to do the chopping board. Me neither. So I, that's the thing. I needed to make a chopping board and an iron dresser and I'm like I don't know how to make either of those. If anyone out there listening to this knows how to do that, hit me up on Twitter. <laughs> yes, likewise. I would very much like it cuz I I think it's a matter of like cuz that's the thing like every day you get like a, a message in a bottle washes up on the shore as well. So you'll find a message in the bottle that'll have a new DIY recipe in it. Or um, I found out today that if you go and visit one of your townspeople uh, and you don't see them out and about, you're like, oh, I wonder where they are. Go and visit them at their house because nine times out of ten, they're building something. And if you ask them about it, they'll teach you how to build it. Hmm. I was like, that's fucking great. Like I went and talked to my my, my good friend, uh, my good rhino friend Hornsby today. Um, and he taught me how to make a... I can't remember what he taught me how to make. It's like a something I can't remember, but he, he's like, I was like, "What are you working on?" He's like, "I'm just making this cool thing." Um, I think he said that like the ants in his wall whispered it into his ear while he was sleeping, and he had to make it now, otherwise he was going to forget how to make it. He's like, "I could show you how to make it too." Okay. Oh, dude, yeah, it's I, I, some of the writing in this game is really funny. I really enjoy it. It's so stupid. Um, and then yeah, so you can learn new recipes that way. Um, you can buy. Sometimes they get added to the shops as well. You can buy them there. Yep. Oh man, I, this uh, is added in. There's um, it's so much. <laughs> this is added in the stuff that I wanted to keep me coming back, like in previous versions. Building bridges, building inclines. Yes, yes. Uh, oh we haven't God. gotten far enough, but we have seen previously in directs we can reshape the land itself, which I'm excited for. Yep. Um. <sighs> Yeah, so there's like yeah, actual terraforming. So you can you can already move like buildings around. Like I'm like starting to plan maybe where I want to move my house. I'm like yeah, I'm I'm eyeing up up high in the back. Yeah, me too, hundred percent. I want to go up on the cliffs. Like I want to sure in the cliffs. Because at the moment I'm on the beach and I quite like it. I've got a nice little setup on the beach. See, so I don't know about your island, Joel, but I I've got an island right where up the top I've got like the hills, but at the very back center I've got like a little secret beach up there. Oh, see, I don't have Secret Beach. Yeah, Secret Beach? Secret Beach is pretty It's pretty hype. I want Secret Beach, but... I'm going like to really not... hide something there. I don't know what yet, but I'm going to hide something there. <laughs> I've seen people shark. put their Godzilla <gasps> um, a good idea. out there. So it's my like... mech could go there. Yeah, so I've said it. So it's like like protecting the island. It looks awesome. <laughs> That's great. Um, yeah, so I, I've got like... Mine goes all the way up, and it's got like... The top part of the island has got like a little stream, like a little... Like a nice little pond in it. Oh, yeah. That goes into a waterfall. And I'm like, I could set up shop there. Yeah. Wake Definitely up each day, go for a fish up there. Up high, up the back. Yeah, yeah. I want to oversee all my townspeople. Um, yeah. I, look, what else? There's, there's so much to love about this game. There's so much we don't even know about yet either. Like it's Yeah, I'm still progressing. Like, I'm building the camping ground next. Yes, I should have that tomorrow. Yeah, same here. So that's when I'll start getting new villages trickle in that you can you can invite to stay. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
Um, I, that that obviously means that you've you've started work on Project K then as well. Yes, absolutely, Project K. Project Fucking K is A. Endgame. Oh man, yeah, it really does feel like that, doesn't it? Like I the way that Tom K. K. talks Slider. about it. Yeah, it feels like he's like, I'm going to invite KK Slider to our island to play a show. I'm like, this is the best. We're the the end the the end goal we're setting at the moment is we're going to put on a show. This could not be any more a game for me. I fucking love every moment of this. Um, I buy every single one of the KK Slider songs when they're in the store daily. I'm like, yep. Nope, Have you got a record that. player? Absolutely. I yeah, sent good. It, was, it was the gift I sent. I was like, I gotta buy that back. I want that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was gonna say because I got a second one today. So if anyone needs a yeah. if anyone needs a record player, because the cool thing is you can add the records to the record player and you have them playing in your house and you can select, you can shuffle them. I always um, have that. I, there's always a KK song playing in my house. hundred percent. Cause like what I was doing before I got the, I think I got the, the record player on the sec. I bought it on like the second or third day. Um, and before I, before I did that, I was putting them up on my wall. I was having them on display. Oh yeah. That's a cool idea though. Yeah. Which I really like. I'm actually thinking about maybe buying duplicates of each record and having like a room eventually you will have plenty of rooms (laughs) exactly i've just got my second room should be ready tomorrow or my first sorry my first my second room my first expansion first expansion yeah 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 so i'll have two rooms in my house then um and i'm thinking i'm gonna make that a bedroom slash bathroom because i got a toilet today so i'm gonna make like a little like ensuite bathroom area and then I made it my kitchen because I had I had like a fridge, I had a sink, I had a um, an oven. I'm like, well, I guess I'm making a kitchen next. <laughs> yep, yep, that makes sense. Well, that's the I, thing. I, I had got... a little espresso machine. Yeah, I've got the espresso machine as well. Yep, that's... I've seen I've seen proper coffee machines though, and I want one. <sighs> Again, if you if you're listening to this and you've got one, hit me up. Um, I've got I've got a popcorn machine, like an old style popcorn oh, nice. machine. I've got one of it's those really um, nice. those like gumball candy machines. Oh, that's awesome. The popcorn yes. machine reminds me of work, which is like really nice and, and comforting. It's like, oh, reminds me of my work. Um, and yeah, I've got like a cool like stereo, and my my record player, and I'm like, my house rocks. Can I just live here? The game is so awesome. Here. I love it. It's great. Like I I could go on about just tiny little minute details and things that I love about this game, but I'm sure we will in the weeks to come. I have some um, nitpicks though. Okay, all right, let's get into it then, Kyron. It's time to get some, it's time to start getting nitpicky. Yep. Uh, I know it's part of its charm. I expect, I respect that. But there comes a certain point where I kind of wish I would cut a lot of dialogue out. Like, you know mm. what I mean? Again, it's it's not huge, but it's little things. So, so like, when I talk to Blathers, right, and I make him assess the fossils, and he's like, oh, cool, we don't have these. Here you go, have them back. And then you've got to go to the menu, okay, I want to go donate. It was it's a little thing, but I wish he'd be, he'd be like, "Oh, we don't have these. Do you wish to donate them?" So I could just say yes, yeah, it, and just yeah. skip skip that little bit of extra dialogue. After like, okay, come on, I just want to donate the fossils, blathers, Jesus Christ, I know you want them. <laughs> yeah, I look, I yeah, I agree with that. The other one is um uh uh what's his name, Orville the yeah the do- the, dodo the dodo stuff is again oh boy um so the dodo, the the dodo brothers that run the airport. Um, that you used to visit other people's islands and all that stuff. Um, the process of like setting up the online stuff is pretty. Again, you have to go through multiple menus that could have been condensed down into one, maybe two, um, if you really wanted to stretch it out. I heard it described in the best possible way, and it's just like, it's just that Nintendo. It's it's the Nintendo kind of bad. 
where there's yep. just a, it's a bit too fiddly and a bit too obtuse when it should be so much simpler. Yeah, yeah. They've tried to do it on their own with by not copying anyone else, and in doing so, they've made it just not quite as good. Like, it's cute and in theme with the game, but I'm like, mm-hmm. it's a bit annoying to go through. Like, especially when you're trying to... Oh, boy. When you're trying to invite multiple people... Yeah. You you can... You're, if you're bringing a full party of seven, you will be watching a plane fly overhead a lot. <laughs> yeah, put your Switch down and go make yourself a coffee or something, because yeah. it's going to be a while. And a bit um, weird, and I don't really like it... I. I can kind of see why, but yeah, when you've got people, not being able to put stuff down is kind of sh- kind of sucky. Yeah, yeah. I mean, can you? I get do it because if sorry, go. Uh, if your best friends, can you do that? No, I've tried because oh. it just is, it's it's like it says something like it would be rude to redecorate when you've got visitors. I'm like, but I just want to. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I want to give him this fish, and I can't. And it's just like, all right, okay. okay yeah, it's. Yeah, it's weird. Again, it's, just, it's like lots of little weird things. There needs to be like a trading thing where you can like... Yeah, see, that, I hope that comes eventually. Maybe that's yeah, a You can drop stuff on the ground though, can't you, outside? No. I mean, you can, but you can't pick it up. Because I caught a fish that someone didn't have. I invited him to my island and um, I put it down. Because you, you can put it down in your house. Yeah. Like if they're if they're already there, you can drop it in your house, and they can't pick it up because it's in your house. But if it's already on the ground, I also don't think they can pick it up either. Okay, interesting. You, and again, even if you drop it, then it has to be before they arrive. Otherwise, the game's like, no, oh, it's rude. I'm like, but I just want to do it. <laughs> right. Okay. I just want to do it again. Again, these aren't huge things because the other thing I would say, these this is just a, a collection of small things. It's very again very Nintendo. There's lots of little tips that the game never really lets you know about, but when I found out, I was like, that's great. I love this. Like, yes. when you're building something, mashing A does it faster. Same for when you're like, mm-hmm. chopping wood. Brilliant. Uh, the godsend for me was finding out that if I hold A on something in my backpack, I can move it so I can actually organize my damn backpack. Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> that's a godsend. But the game mm-hmm. never tells you. I had to find no. that on, um, on Twitter. <laughs> it's... But okay, look, it is it is it's a little bit frustrating, but I kind of liken this back to the like that first week or two weeks even of Breath of the Wild when it came out, where people were still figuring out how to do things within the game, and everyone's like, "Oh, that's awesome, cool!" and like sharing it. It brings back that like old feeling of like sharing video game tips, at, you know, at school at recess, like you know. And see yeah. them going, oh, did you know you could do this? Oh my God, I did. I'm going home to try that tonight. Like, I mean, I mean they're not full-blown complaints. These are literally nitpicks. No, I wouldn't, 100%, I yeah. honestly don't think I would say I, the biggest complaint I have is how tedious it is of inviting a bunch of people to your island. Yeah, but that's I, like, I agree. That's like it. From there, I'm kind of just like, yeah, these are nitpicks. The cool thing about, but the cool thing about that, that main complaint is to, again, that's something that could be patched in the future. Like yeah, it's true, and like honestly, you can have fun with it if you're in the right place at the right time when their plane flies overhead. That's it. I've seen some funny stuff. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> yeah, it, it, the game is it's it's so it's so feel good. I love it. Like honestly, we're gonna fin- we're gonna finish up here. I'm gonna check in and do some fishing probably. Ah, hundred percent. Yeah, I'm absolutely doing that. I'm gonna put a podcast on on the TV and and do some fishing. Um. Because I'm I'm feeling a bit brain fried tonight. I don't feel like any doom tonight. Doom is yeah, high intensity. Animal Crossing is just chill. Uh, I believe it is. And it's low chill. stakes, good vibes. good vibes. Until you see a, a a fish with a fin, though, that's when it's high stakes. 
<laughs> yeah. And then you catch it and it's a sucker fish and you're like, oh, you yeah, bastard. Or it's what, a, it, oh, I. You're walking through your town, you see like a fucking scorpion coming for you. You're like, whoa, yeah. shit. You're like frantically trying to get. Yeah. Um, I love it. There's that, that gif that's going around of like me trying to get my bug net out, like scrolling through the menu. Um, <laughs> when there's a, a scorpion chasing towards me, it's like a, a gif of a guy like holding like a whole bunch of buckets and like cleaning mops and stuff and like tripping over himself as he's trying to like, like that's a hundred percent what it is. Um, um, can I finish on like, like, uh, like one of my final comments, I just want to bring up another story, um, which will lead into like a, a question that I've got, uh, for you. Um, so there's been a lot of talk about a particular new, um, villager that's been like a new, new addition to this game. Um, have you seen uh, or heard about the uh, the Fox Audi, the Red I've, Fox Audi? This is the the grandma, right? Yes, yes, I've, I've heard. Of, I have heard of this person. Yeah. So, Audi was um, Audi is a red fox that you can encounter in the game. She's new to this one. She's not like a, a like a an existing um like villager because I think a lot of them are from previous games. Uh, this one's a new one, uh, and people had sort of realized that, uh, linking it back to a, a tweet from a game designer called Paul Cubans, um, he shared a story about his 87-year-old grandmother, uh, Audrey, who uh, basically in uh, she's been playing... Uh, the tweet goes like this. My 87-year-old grandma has played Animal Crossing New Leaf on her 3DS every single day for the past four years now. Her 3DS finally broke this year, so we got her a new one for Christmas. During a system transfer, I checked her activity log, and there's a picture, and her playtime is 3,580 hours. Um, like That's hardcore is what that is. It's insane. Like, it's so cool. Um, so, yeah, apparently Nintendo caught wind of it, and they made, like, they named a character after her in her honor, uh, and, and this red fox now exists in there. Apparently she got a Switch and Animal Crossing New Leaf. She got it a few days early as well. That's cool. I don't know if Nintendo organized that or uh, someone organized that for her, but yeah, apparently she got it a few days early so she could get a head start on her um, on her island life. Um, and I just, oh my God, it's so lovely. Like, that just makes me so happy. Um, but it brings me to my question though, Kyron. Who's your favorite villager that you've got moved in on your island so far? I mean, I need to quickly pull up my list because I'm going to okay. be completely honest with you. I'm okay. not super attached to any of them. That's fair. I, I'm kind of waiting for this campsite to go up and start really shopping my options, I guess, in a horrible okay. way. Okay. Well, um, I, my first my first two that I got were okay. They're okay. Fuchsia and Stinky are okay. Stinky. Um, yeah, Stinky. He's an interesting character. Um, he might be the first one to get the boot, if I'm being completely honest. Um, but the next three that I got were actually kind of cool. Like the first one was the one I met on an island that I went to using my Nook Miles. Um, cause you can use the Nook Miles to go travel to like a randomly generated island that could have a certain theme. So it could be all bamboo or like lots of fish or different flowers or something like that. And you can basically like harvest resources there and, and take them home as much as you can carry in your pocket and head home. And you can meet other villagers there as well. Uh, and I met a koala whose name was Melba, which I thought was great because Melba, Melbourne, 
She's a koala. This is great. Is it, is it, for, is it for green koala? Uh, no, she's like, she's like a normal, like, she's like a pinky. I definitely, I I definitely think I've seen like a green koala. Maybe I'm going crazy though. Yeah, no, there is a green one. I think, I think that one's called, um, I think that one's name's called Canberra. Of course. Um, yeah. yeah so I was like, oh, Melba, fuck yeah. She had a really cute dress on. I'm like, you're really nice. Uh, and she also, so the, the villagers have like their own little catchphrase they'll say after like lines and hers was toasty. And I'm like, Melba toast. That's pretty cute. All right. So she's my favorite. And she always likes just like sitting down on the ground like and having a sit. And I was going to talk to her. And she gave me a pair of glasses today and it was really lovely. This game's so So great. looking at my villages, I would probably say Tybalt, which is my, my, my fitness freak tiger guy. Yep. But even then, I'm sort of, I look at my villages, I'm like, eh, it's, it's, we could improve this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've got this. I've got Maddie. She's a. I think she's a dog. She's not bad. She's kind of fun. But the rest of them, I'm kind of like, eh, meh. But we'll see. We'll see. I have we'll a. See. I have a bunny. Um, oh, I can't remember. What, Gabby, I think her name is. Um, and she's obsessed with KK Slider. <laughs> I know. I, I know there is one who likes anime, and I want that. That. that oh, it's so good. Like, oh man, I just they're so quirky and fun to have, and just it. I really like going and talking to them every day. Like, it's just. So much fun. It is. This <sighs> game is good. I, I'm as surprised as anyone else that I really am in on it. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm so happy. I was really worried that you weren't that you're were gonna like be like yeah, I was worried. Fun. <laughs> yeah. Um Oh my god. So great. But guess what, Joel? What? That's an episode. It is an episode. Oh, do you know what that means? <laughs> that means I get to do the outro. Who's ready, everyone? <laughs> um, no, of course. Uh, thank you very much for listening to the show this week. We really appreciate it. Um, we hope you enjoyed it. It's mainly just us talking about Animal Crossing and having a good time. Um, if you've been playing Animal Crossing, please let us know. Well, for starters, let us know your Switch codes, if you haven't already, so we can... Mine is on my Twitter account, because I just want everyone to add me. I, want I think I might actually do that tonight. <laughs> yeah, I might do that. Or I might even just do like a pinned tweet or something as well with a picture of it. Um, yeah, so come and visit us. We'll we'll hang out. And, you know, if you want some cherries, i got heaps of cherries. Um, I'm in the process of, of building an orchard for all, the, for all the fruits. Nice. Mine's all over the shop. I'm just like chucking them down wherever I want. I'm trying to make... <laughs> it's like a little bit hodgepodge, but I'll, I'm working my way through it. I got my first money tree sprout the other day. That was a good feeling. Oh yeah, I've got like two. I'm just wait. Actually, one should be ready tomorrow. Um, I built. I did a second one, and I went all in. I put thirty thousand bells in it to see what happens. Okay, interesting. Because um, I've read some stuff about that. Uh, yeah, we'll leave it at that. So we really appreciate you listening to the show. Uh, and I'm if, rich, man. I got nothing to worry about. <laughs> I know. I'm just saying. Like, I, I, I think, I think the cap. I, is I never. That never is a cap. Yeah, I think it's ten thousand. But we'll see. If you we'll see. if it, if it's more for you, then like I'm gonna have to try and increase mine. Because I, I was putting in ten thousand by default. Yeah, I was like, what if I've got extra cash? I'm gonna try some more. Yep. No, I'm curious to see if that works out. Um, but yeah, we really appreciate you listening to the show. If you really like it, share it with your friends. Tell someone who doesn't listen to the show that might you might think might enjoy it. Let them know. Uh, if you want to follow us on any social medias, we are at Dialogue Options across uh, various forms of social media. Uh, if you want to follow our individual accounts, though, you can find me on Twitter at Jolly Mac, where I've just been tweeting a lot about Doom and a lot about Animal Crossing, uh, including one 
crossover where I use the in-game designer to make a Doom shirt for my villager. Um, and yeah, so I've got like a cool little Doom hoodie with the Doom logo on it now. And it's pretty dope. And I like it a lot. Uh, but where can they find you, Kyron? Uh, so you can find me on Twitter where I am at LemonManX. And most recently, my tweets have been mostly Animal Crossing. But specifically this morning, I did it, Joel. I took the plunge. I'm all in on the uh, the stalk market. I bought about 500 turnips. This bed might come back to bite me. <laughs> oh, my God. I didn't realize it was just in the morning. So this guy ain't playing the stalks this week. No turn, no turnips. No turnips for me. That's fine. So yeah. Also, if you if you get good turnip prices, hit me up, everyone. <laughs> yes, that's actually a good point. That's probably a more because that, yeah. that's the main reason I did it this week was because one of my fr- our friends visited. He's like, "Oh, your turnips, the turnips are selling here for four hundred bells." I'm like, "I have none, so that's great." <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. But yeah, that, that's all I've been tweeting about Animal Crossing, really. Well, in that case, thank you once again. We'll see you guys next week, and in the meantime. Enjoy that island life, guys. Player one. Player two. Prepare yourself. options podcast